<laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooler Heads podcast. You're the host, Brett Wetzel, and the curious HVAC guy, Bill Russell, and we have a special guest, Scott Borgering. That butcher yep. that? Close enough. Borgering. Yep. There you go. Borgering. <laughs> like apple borgering. Yep. Adam, Adam will be swinging by later. Um, whenever Which he gets in, in, huh? in lieu in lieu of this week's topic, can I call myself the bi curious HVAC guy? Is that possible? Go for it. Huh? Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I'm open minded enough. Um, it will remind me when we go to Florida. I'm not sleeping in your Mickey Mouse bed. So no. So when when they when they went down the HVAC school symposium, they they got a. Uh, a house and one of the only bed options was a uh, Mickey Mouse bed. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was badass, dude. Let me tell you. Even though my feet hung over the edge of the bed because it was basically built for toddlers, right. it was great, great fun. <laughs> so tonight we're uh, we have uh, we're going to talk about uh, being gay in the trades. Uh, Scott was very, nice enough to to not get scared away and and have a conversation with us about you know how it is. Uh, you know, dealing with people that, you know, might not be used to, to being around other other people that like the same sex. So, um, Scott, you want to start by telling, you know, a little bit about yourself, you know, how old you are, you have kids, are you married, boyfriend, you know, what's what's the story? Tell me your story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm Scott. I'm from, uh, from Omaha, Nebraska. I am 31 years old. I am soon to be married. And I have, uh, we have two kids together. They're, they're biologically his. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have two kids together, uh, seven and nine, soon to be eight and 10. Crazy. Time flies. I'm telling you. Boy, uh, <laughs> boy, girl, boy, boy. Boys, both boys. Yep. Lucky you. I got, I got girls of the first two rounds. So I lived in the estrogen ocean for quite a while. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got a daughter and, uh, an older stepdaughter and then my wife. So it's super cool. <laughs> Just yeah. wait. Till, just wait till they start on the, all the same cycle, Bill. You're going to be in heaven. Oh my god! See, see, ideas like this. I've I've often said it. You know, when it's that time of the month, I'm like, man, I understand why people go gay. I get it. You know, no offense, but I'm like, life sometimes would be simpler. I think. <laughs> could be <laughs> we had we had someone on we, we called it uh, a women's planning episode so that there's a there's a woman that we know her name's jesse Egan. she works for for kalos down in florida and you know we were just talking about a lot of stuff like because you know I, you know most people know it's no fucking surprise they're estrogen molotov cocktails so you don't know what you're mm-hmm. gonna get and they can just spark crazy on a second and so we were explaining stuff like why we felt the way we are because as men, we're, we're, we're logical human beings, not so much emotional, right? And mm-hmm. so we were asking her stuff, and, like, she was blowing our fucking mind. Like, we would say something, yeah. and, then, and then she would have a retort for it. I'm like, oh, my God, she's actually fucking right. Like, it made sense, know, yeah. I didn't want to have that conversation with my wife, though, and let her know that she's right for some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, go ahead. So, Scott, what do you, uh, like, what part of the trade are you in? Like, what's uh, your specialty? What's, uh, you know? Um, What's your career path? Excuse me. My specialty, uh, my specialty has been refrigeration. Um, when I was going to school, I was, I went to, you know, general, you know, just HVAC and that's what I thought I wanted to do. But uh, my first, my first job was with a family owned refrigeration company. And as soon as I went to refrigeration, I, I never looked back. That was, that was it. That was why I was put on this earth. That was what I was meant to do. And uh, 
slowly after that, I wanted to venture out into supermarket, work in the bigger stuff. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm doing supermarket refrigeration. So how long have you been in the trade then? Uh, wow, man. It's going on eight, nine years. Eight years. Yeah. And how, how old are you and your soon-to-be husband? I am 31, and he just turned 33. Fuck, I'm still old. Okay. Hundred <laughs> mm-hmm. percent, you are. <laughs> I just hit my fortieth. Um, so you you've been in the trade almost ten years. Um, yep. you said you have two kids. Yep. Um, and what's your husband do for work? Does he work or? It's, it's kind of interesting. He's kind of <clears throat> he's kind of in the same sort of field. He does he does maintenance for like he does commercial and industrial maintenance. Like he usually works in factories and plants. Um. He was working for a well-known uh, chicken production plant that distributes chicken for a very large, well-known uh, distributor here in the country. And he was doing maintenance for their conveyors. And he he's really good with things like that. And that's what he's been doing. So we're kind of in the same kind of in the same kind of maintenance field, if you will. Does he actually mm-hmm. work on the refrigeration? <clears throat> no, I've, I've asked him. He won't. He, he, he understands it, but... He, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do that. It's, it's funny. Every time I bring it up to him, he says, you know, before I met you, I never thought about refrigeration. I just opened the, opened the door and grabbed my milk. <laughs> he never thought more about it. And here I am, you know, describing, Oh, I've worked on that walk-in cooler. That's a bone evaporator. And he's like, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. My wife gives me. Just rolls his eyes and. Yeah. Yeah. He's like I've been on that roof and he goes, you're a roof whore. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, um, um, I, I've I've met a lot of people throughout this trade, and uh, one of the people that I've I've met, uh, super cool guy, his name is Clive from uh, Big Live or Big Clive Live uh, YouTube channel, um, super awesome guy, and and he's also gay. And one of the things he told me is that you would be surprised at how many actual gay fellas are in the trades, and as I'm exploring the trades more and more i'm like oh that, that, he's kind of correct now um right. is you know you being like a younger guy kind of come up in the trades was it um was it something you were always open with you're you know i obviously you don't walk around <laughs> with a sign telling everybody but was it something right. that you kind of tried to keep on the back burner or were you just like whatever i don't care <laughs> so let me um no, here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you if I get a minute. So um, when I, my first job, I, I kind of, when I started, I, I definitely put it on the back burner because, you know, I, it's, it's, I realized this is kind of, you know, a blue collar trade. I was, I was unfamiliar with a lot of the guys. I'm, I'm not really friends. I, at that point, I wasn't really friends with a lot of the guys in the trades. But when I started at my first job, I, I put that on the back burner. You know, I figured, you know, I want to show this company what what I can do. I want to show them I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to grow and be a refrigeration tech. And it turned out well, you know, time went on. I never really thought about it. And one day my boss, uh, I was, I was hanging out in the shop after work and we were, we were having a couple beers and I was with, I was with the boss and the service manager. And they told me like, Scott, we want, we want you to know that it's it's okay. And I'm like, okay, what's okay. Well, what happened today? And they're like, we want you to know it's okay. And I, again, I'm kind of like, did I screw okay, okay. something up? <laughs> what, what, did, I, did I screw something up? Did I, did I work on the wrong? Did I work on the wrong Dairy Queen? Did I go to the wrong place? Like, what? What did I do? And um, 
No, they said it again. They're like, well, we want you, we just want you to know that it's okay. We know about you and it's okay. And at that point, you know, I got, I got kind of reserved. I'm like, okay, I, I could tell where this is going. Uh, was it, was it real awkward? Like, it sounds like it might've been really at, awkward. At first it, it was really awkward, but then what my service manager said to me afterwards, it just made me feel so much better. He goes, you, he goes, you are a great tech. You're one of my best technicians. And I want you to know that I don't care about that does not matter you are one of my great technicians and that's what matters and i want to make you know that you it's comfortable i want you to be comfortable with us and that was that's how that happened basically and that made me feel really good you know really really made me confident and i think it was i think it was eye-opening for them too because you know maybe they didn't know at first but then as when i don't know how they found out but somehow they found out you know it always happens but mm-hmm. when they did find out they're like, wow, you know, eye opening for them, if that makes sense. I, I have a question now. How, how did he find out? I mean, did you have an old dating profile that someone found, or? Well, see, Vito does make pink tool bags, so they that could have been. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of funny. I think he found out my my dad was doing some truck driving stuff, and and my dad would come in there and drink beers with them one day, and I actually think my dad was the one who did it. I actually, I I don't have confirmation, but I think he was the one who did it because after that conversation with my service manager, they said, well, we were having some beers with your dad the other day. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. This is, you know, fantastic. (laughs) Man, I would have loved to overhear that conversation. Right. I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't there for that. At least it was that way and not like, hey, you know, my buddy was scrolling OnlyFans and all of a sudden we see, we see Scott (laughs) in the the video. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I think I think the dad conversation was a little bit easier to handle. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. Sur- service manager like, hey, did you hear Scott needs next weekend off? Like for what? Something about the ripe said Fred concerts in town or something. No, no, no on call, no on call that weekend. <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, wow, that dude, that's 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 crazy. Like that's not even legal. Like they, you know what I mean? They're not supposed to be able to ask. I mean, but like. That, I mean, that's cool. That and, and and have you had any like not pushback, but like you know, uh, you know some older heads. Are, I mean, they're in their way, right? And they just don't like yeah. dealing with anything that's different. Did you, have you had any problems like that since since people know now? No, and and if if I refer kind of back to that my previous job with that family-owned company after that event, I there was a there were small companies, so we had four, usually five of us techs, and a few quite a few of them were older than me and i one by one told them and they they were actually you know as they worked with me they were surprisingly you know to me they were they were completely okay with it it didn't conversations conversations didn't change there wasn't any kind of that's Mm -mm. that's cool in my instance no and see and once once again what i what i'm trying to get at is when people see that a tech is you know someone is bisexual or gay and they see that first for some reason, there's a negative, like emotion that gets applied to that person, no matter what, even before you get to know them. So I feel uh, there's many people I've chatted with, you know, in the supermarket page that I feel if they would have known in the first place, mm-hmm. they probably wouldn't have even chatted with me, or you know, or would have stopped chatting with me. Yeah. You know, and that's that's one of the things. It's just it's kind of like, well, why? It doesn't matter, you know. Interesting. Wow. 
I'm I'm you know I'm glad that that happened because like you uh, you said you live in Omaha so now I'm more even yeah. curious how the hell are 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 they okay in Omaha you know what I mean like Omaha I mean seeing very Omaha, conservative state you know what I mean Omaha it's it's a very conservative state you know and I'm kind of uh, you know not to get political here but you know I'm not I'm not really a liberal person I'm more so conservative but also once again, Omaha is very, it's very blue collar. It's very, you know, when I go into supply houses, sometimes some people still make me feel a little bit uncomfortable, but a lot of it, I just, a lot of it, I don't care. I just brush off. I can crack the jokes just like anybody else. Bill, so. I, I, I just realized we're talking to a unicorn. We're talking to a, a gay Republican that lives in Omaha. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's, it's a weird time. It's a weird time to be alive, man. I tell you what. Right. Right. Um, Man, that's that's a wild freaking story. Um, now you tell me when. Uh, so parents, uh, obviously your dad knows because obviously he wouldn't have let the Schrodinger's cat out of the bag. But like, uh, how, did, uh, how, how did how did how did that ha- how did that happen? Did you approach your parents? Uh, clarify that. What? what how did what happen? As far as being gay, like I mean, you know, like oh. obviously, obviously your dad knew, so you had told him at one point in time, unless I know, think. I've, you know, I've never, I've never really asked them, but I found I, out I, the I, other way. Right. No, hell no. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> better not have. <laughs> but no, my, my dad, one day he, uh, I was having a bad day. And when I was a lot younger with my car and I had a, I had a flat tire and I, I was just having a terrible week. And my dad, my dad came to help me with my car and I was fixing it. And he just, he had once again, it was weird. It was that same awkward conversation. You know, I wanted you to know that it's okay. And it's funny that I had that conversation with my dad. And then like a couple months later, like that happened, <laughs> that happened at work. So I'm like, what? And I'm thinking what, what you're thinking, Scott, like bad day, like my, my week, like the tire, like, is that what you're talking about? You know, and it's okay. you know, it's have a bad week. Go ahead. you know, I'm going to speak in stereotypes and general and generalities. That's not the word, um, but mostly stereotypes. So we all, I assume we all know the stereotypical gay person, you know, the ones you see on TV, they're all flamboyant. They wear scarves a lot of the times and pink nail polish and, and in really tight pants and stuff. And that's sort of like the, the, the gaydar, I guess that people talk about And now, Scott, you don't, you don't resemble any of that. Like I would never know if you hadn't told me, I would never have guessed. Um, seem just like a you know any old normal technician that i meet in the field so do you find it like do a lot of people just somehow know or is it um are all these people that you have interactions with like already know because you told them or somehow do like people know because i like i couldn't pick it up so i don't know how like your maybe your dad knows or how he picked it up no it it it's it's hard to tell um some people They, I, I don't really know. That's, that's a tough question. Like with, with me, some, I've had people that have said, Oh, we, we knew, we knew from a long time ago. And then I'm like, well, well how, like what, <laughs> what gave it away? You know, what was the clue? But then I've had people that I've told that said, no, we, we had no clue. And I don't know if they're lying to me or if they're telling the truth, they could be lying. But. Um, if I, if I could speak to that, the only reason why I knew that you were gay is because I, I you know, you posted something, I was like, oh, his kids are adorable, and I was I was just looking th- through your pictures, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, and that's I think I I think I texted you, and I think asked you. Yep, yep, you did. I remember. So yep. that's I mean, like you know, because like you know, 
his you know the way he talks the way he presents himself it doesn't it, it, it he's not the stereotypical you know as you eloquently put it stereotypical gay gentleman you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah then you've been you've been no um no i won't ask this but like so you've been with your current company for how long then uh about three years mm-hmm. okay and you work predominantly now on supermarkets correct only, only supermarkets yep okay mm-hmm. I don't even know anyone that actually works up in up in that area. As far as oh, okay. as far as as far as com- companies wise, you know what I mean, right? So, um, how your kid uh, your kids are how old? Seven and nine. Uh, seven and nine. Okay. Seven and nine. attention. I have short term memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you did mention Scott that your soon to be husband, or I guess we just call him your fiance. The the two kids are biologically his. So what does that mean to, uh, I mean, this really has no relevance to this conversation. So forgive me for asking, but I'm a curious guy. Um, so in his before you sort of life, was he not gay, married, had kids? Like, how did how did that come to be? I'm curious. He, uh, I, and we, we've had a couple conversations about this. He knew for a while, but I think, you know, that was one, it was one of those things where, you know, he just was kind of trying to hide it. And, oh, and yeah. there was actually a point with, uh, with his, with his ex-wife that, you know, he came out and told her and he came out and told her and, you know, they actually had a, had a talk about it and they were fine with it. You know, just, they were going to make it work for, because of the kids, you know, as most, as most good parents do, you know, you do what you can for the kids. Yeah. That's yeah. And then, <clears throat> you know, they had their falling out and, when he was found me. Oh wow! Yep. And it's been a love story ever since. Ever since. <laughs> now, now, how did you um, sort of figure yourself out? You know, that's and that's that is a hard one for me, and uh, it, it took a long time. Um, but I always knew. Oh, I always knew. Back to when I was in grade school, I always knew. Really? But, you know. Oh. It's, it's, it's difficult because, you know, A, location. I'm in Omaha, Nebraska. B, I went to a Catholic kindergarten through eighth grade school. Oh, man. You oh, know, it was, it, was, it was difficult. I, deep down, I, I, I knew. Deep down, I knew. Yeah, but, see, you know, it's in, in, so hard. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, I want to I be a mechanic. I knew, I knew I wanted to be a mechanic because it's in my family. My, uh, my, all my uncles do heating and air conditioning and it runs on my family. And that's what I, I knew. That's what I wanted to do. And I'm like, well, man, God, what am I, what am I going to do? You know, I just, it was, it was difficult, especially in high school. That was difficult. So it sounds like you sort of had a feeling of like, well, I can't be who I am and be in the trades. Is that safe to say? Safe yeah. To presume? <clears throat> and I'm, I'm glad I stuck with, cause there was a point where I was just going to say, you know, let's screw this. I'm just going to go a different career path, but you know what? I, you know, I stuck with it, and I'm I'm definitely glad I stuck with it because that's that, what I, that's crazy. I, I could never. I mean, I, there's no. I could never put myself in that in those shoes, but I could never think like I love what I do. I absolutely so love, do I. What I do. I love it. I love it. And I don't. I don't know what I would do if 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 like I was having that deep of a social. You know, I won't call it a social crisis, but like you know, kind of like figuring out what the hell you want to do for the rest of your life with. You know, thinking that everyone else's opinion is going like there's no way they're going to accept me. There's no way I'm yeah. going to do this. Right. Uh, and you know, in in this this by no means is um, 
comparative to your story, but mm-hmm. um, it's the closest thing that I can muster up to sort of understand what you probably were going through or felt is, um, you know, I have a lot of tattoos and I had a really long beard at the time and um, going through the trades, I really wanted to be professional. And for a while there, and again, completely different, but um, for a while there, I, I sort of felt like I wouldn't be accepted as a professional in front of a lot of my customers in front of these managers and district, you know, all these higher up people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sort of felt like, well, I, I can't, I have to wear long sleeves. I have to shave. I have to sort of conform to this um, image that I had of a true professional in my head. Um, and I, obviously that's not the case. It never was. Right. It was just something I had put together in my own brain. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I, I think I felt the same way you did, Bill. Um, and all I did, I just, I would continually wear like, you know, long sleeves until, you know, I was comfortable or they were comfortable around me to know that I'm actually a professional. Cause my mom always told me this because when I was, when I was like 16, uh, 15, I used to dye my hair, all kinds of craziness. And she's like, you can look like a maniac. You, you can look like an asshole. Just don't, just don't act like an asshole. You know? So I took mm-hmm. that advice just in a different approach. Like, you know, listen, I have, I need to prove that I am professional before, you know, before I show, you know, other things about me, you know what I mean? And, and now I'm, I'm at the point and, you know, God, I've talked to you a bunch, Bill, I, I've known you for a while now. And like, I just, I, I tell it how it is. Cause like at, at right. this point in my career, you're either going to accept me for who I am as far as, uh, you know, being able to, you know, you know, fix things and all that other shit. And you're just going to have to accept all the rest. I mean, if that, that, that's what you hired. Yeah. That's what you got, right? 100%. Like yeah, your actions were, speak louder. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah. Oh, and I was about, and about what you said, Brett. You know, when I transitioned to my, <clears throat> to my new job and, you know, growing and doing supermarkets, you know, that was, once again, you know, I, I was, I felt comfortable at my, old place of employment, but you know, hair, I'm moving up, you know, I'm doing bigger things. I'm working with more liability rack systems, uh, you know, larger, you know, Munters units, seasons four units, all, you know, lo- much more liability, a lot more strict environments. And that was one of the things I'm like, Oh, you know, <clears throat> he doesn't know now. I'm sure he's going to find out eventually, you know, but that now he does know now, but you know, it puts, <clears throat> it just, it puts, puts my mind at ease a little bit. You know, I feel like people are slowly kind of, opening up and not being so strict and unaccepting. Yeah. It's, it's becoming more, I don't want to say more commonplace, but it's, um, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, going back to the tattoo thing, which is again, the only thing I can really compare it to because I, I haven't lived your in your world. Um, but you know, for a while they're like tattoos were looked down upon. They were looked at in a certain right. way and right. you know, it's, it's, those are accepted now and you know, gay gentlemen in the trades are, you know, it is what it is. They're being accepted just, just as they should be. Right. And I, and my point, you know, and <clears throat> bringing this up, you know, I hope this helps. I hope this helps a lot of people, you know, I hope, cause I know that I, there's, I know there's other guys out there and there's other guys here in Omaha that have chatted with me and they and I ask them like, Oh, you know, are you out or do people know about you? And they're like, no, no, like, hell no. The fear of like, God. <laughs> See? Yeah. It, it, that's, that's the thing, you know, I can't, it's, I can't imagine that. Just, it's just, and I can't, it, it kills me that people have to like cover a certain part of themselves yeah, because yeah. of being fear of being ridiculed just because of that. You know, if you do a good job, you do a good job. Why does that matter? It don't matter. You know? Yeah, I totally agree with that. 
Bill, I mean, I, I, I went through that same uh, thing this weekend where I, you know, I had, I had dinner with the CEO the, uh, this or last week and I was like, do I wear a long sleeve or do I not? Do I wear a long sleeve or do I not? You know what I mean? Is she going to treat me differently? Because I, I've been avoiding her. I've just like, I just, you know, this way, you know, I, my, uh, my boss is happy with me. So I just, I'll avoid the CEO mm -hmm. <laughs> and just uh, at a normal basis. And, and, you know, one of the things that I have sort of done to um, help myself accept myself for who I am in front of other people that I used to sort of be weary of, like, you know, like when we're talking to these, uh, uh, you know, big shots over at some the uh, symposium, you know, like the Jim Bergman's, the Steve Rogers. Like when I'm talking about to all these guys, like there was a part of me in the past that would have felt uncomfortable because, like, I'm I don't mix in with you. I'm not you know white collar dude. I got tattoos. I look weird, you know. But mm -hmm. now I'm like, whatever, Jim. You look like a psychopath because you wear polos all the time. I mean, who's the weird? You know, like I just say what I want, and. It just, it's like, yeah, we're, you're not better than me. You're not less than me. We're both the same. And yeah, uh, yeah mm -hmm. it's kind of how I you view like, you know, if I work with Scott, it'd be the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Sorry, my wife's uh, iPad or uh, a computer was ringing. Um, I, I'm not getting off the phone or off the meeting. I, I just, I, I want to say thank you for coming on. Cause I think this is going to mean a lot, a lot to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. who are able to listen to this um you know we're we're pre-recording this we'll release it on saturday but i i just i want to thank you because i mean just for you to just come on and do this um you, you have a very strong character and i appreciate that i really thank do you. one that thank stands you. stands behind their morals um and wanting to help people out um i, I commend I you like, for it. i like to think thank about you. i appreciate it i like to think about all the stereotypical like mm -hmm redneck hillbillies who are going to listen to this and be like them damn gays taking our jobs <laughs> they took our jobs took their jobs <laughs> them gays took their jobs <laughs> that warms that warms my heart to think of that how funny that is right <laughs> what the blue collar is getting mad over 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 uh, people like scott taking their job or, yeah yeah you know, or just that episode that was a good episode <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode <laughs> but you know I had a, I had a, well, he's still a friend of mine. He just moved away and we've kind of grown distant, but uh, a good, good buddy of mine. We used to work out all the time. Um, I forget even how we met, but we were friends for years and years and years. And uh, like, we got really close and uh, we were like gym partners. He came over to my house, met my family. Like we had this whole, you know, this whole world together. And I remember it never clicked to me, but uh, he would, uh, you know, there'd be these other like gym buddies that we'd bring in. And he'd be uh, working out with them. And then one day he just told me, he's like, oh, uh, this, uh, that's my boyfriend. I'm like, huh, well, that's new. I was like, uh, does this mean you're going to start dressing better? And uh, he's like, no. I was like, okay, well, fuck, let's get back to work, man. Right. Yeah. That's great. That's funny. But that was like my, uh, that was my one real experience of somebody um, you know, sort of coming out of the closet to me. And it was uh, kind of caught me off guard because I was like, wow, I I never would have guessed. I mean, he pronounced, pronounced all his S's correctly. I uh, didn't wear rainbow oh stuff. God. So I'm like, oh my God. I don't, I don't, I couldn't <laughs> tell. You know? So stereotypical. <laughs> oh my God. And, and you know, I have nothing against gay folks, but I do have to speak in 
and uh, I have to use things that other people can reference the stereotypes and the generalities and stuff like that. You know, it's, and again, I don't mean it to be offensive. It's just be honest. That's how people look at this. That's how people think. That's how they've, um, you know, de- developed their image of, of, of gay people. It's, it's, it's comparable being like, she doesn't play softball. There's no way she's gay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it. So we we had we have uh, well we did. So so, uh, Kristen, if you're if you're uh, if you're listening, I'm, I'm putting you on blast. So she um um she has a, a bigger penis than I do. Like she is so so th- th- she's had a real rough life and she spent some time in in different places that were run by the state. And she um the attitude that this woman has is utterly amazing. Like. Um, like someone called her a dude. Excuse, she's like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll beat the shit out of you. That's what I mean. She has oh a big attitude. Her attitude is amazing. She's so awesome. I play. I played. Um, I played uh, when I played poker with her. Her and her. I. Th- I don't think they're married. I, they're just her girlfriend. But uh, it, that was that was some of the funnest three hours I've ever I've ever had in my life um but no but like i said like thank you for you know coming on man i just i it took a lot of like i, I mean I, did you even mull this over like when i when i called and asked you did did you have to mull this over at all you're like fuck yeah i got a platform where i can talk about you know and i can actually one is that what, is that what, what your thoughts were when i asked yeah you? that was I, I i thought about it and it, it was funny like literally like right when you a while a while back when you called to talk to me initially about this i looked at my phone i'm like oh my fuck brett's calling me holy shit <laughs> i'm like okay like and yeah we were, we were we were talking about it and i thought about it and honestly before before you brought this up i somehow i wanted to bring it up somehow but i just didn't know how and this is mm-hmm. a perfect this is a perfect way to do it so yeah this yeah. is a much safer platform than say there there's another show out there called the hvac overtime show and those guys are just dicks like they probably would have had you on the show and they would have just been dicks about it. And it wouldn't have been a good, a good time. He's, right. being, he's being an asshole. He's on the fucking show. <laughs> what? When did that happen? Oh, I don't know. A year and a half ago. However long you guys have been doing it. We much, are not professionals on that show. Much more successful than, <laughs> than, my, than my dinky little podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> But we we have had Big Clive on there numerous times, and we've we've talked to him about this, and he's again he's he's really open with it, and uh, yeah, he doesn't flaunt it. That's another thing that people should understand. There's a difference between open about it and being comfortable in your own mind enough to talk about it, and just like mm-hmm. flaunting it. That's not what right. I mean. I don't mean he was flaunting it, um, right. but he he was again he was the one who told me like you'd be surprised how many uh, you know, gay folks are in the trades. So I so this is a one of those things that are extremely ironic. Um, when when you talk to Clive, I didn't know where he lived, and I asked the question. I'm like, so where does Clive live? Because he 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 sounds Scottish, right? Mm-hmm. So um, and he's like, no, I live on the Isle of Man. And at first, I had to think about it. I like I was like the monkey was in the brain, like doing the the, the symbols. I was like, is he fucking with me? Or like he lives on an island of only men. Well, that explains that, it. That's what I like. I'm fucking with me. Yeah, I know. I had very similar thoughts. I'm so, like, well, yeah, if I lived on an island with only men, I'd be gay too. I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. <laughs> you know, right. unless a volleyball washes ashore and I fashion a woman out of it. I mean, 
<laughs> but we're getting off subject. Yeah, we are. Sorry. Steer the ship back, Captain. So, um, so I, I have something real quick on a more serious note, Scott. Is there like what do you see? Um, yeah, this is a very loaded question, but uh, like as far as the future goes for um, the HVAC industry and the refrigeration industry as a whole, as it evolves and develops, do you think? Like maybe over the next couple of years, some of the guys that you were chatting with that are still um, sort of fearful of coming out or uh, not as comfortable with it. Do you think there's going to be a a time where they will be more comfortable, like a time relatively soon where everybody's going to be just okay with it? You know, it's I think we're going in that direction. I I really do. I think a lot of. And you're right that it is kind of a loaded question. I'm just, there's so many, some of the older people, they are, they, when you get grown up and you get taught a certain way and as you get older, it's, it's a lot harder to, you know, change your way of thinking. And, you know, I'm not, not trying to sound rude when, when you say, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Cause you know, it's not true. You know, you definitely can, but there are people some people just have trouble opening their eyes to certain things because they just don't, we were taught this way and that's it. That's end of story. There's no, Mm -hmm. no deviating from that, but you know, life, we know how life goes. Life is full of changes and all sorts of things. And I think we're on that track. I think in the future, I think a lot of guys as they get older that are still don't want to express things or talk about it. I think they'll have an easier time talking about it. And I also think the direction we're going in the, in the trades, I think it's going to be easier for younger guys. I think there's, we already got a wide mix. It's already difficult enough getting some of these newer guys on. Cause you know, the, the standards have been changing, you know? So <clears throat> I think we're going in the right direction. I would I agree. I answer that correctly. It, it was kind of a loaded question. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. I like to ask loaded, difficult questions. They're near impossible to answer with a simple sentence. <laughs> yeah, give me the abridged version of, uh, of of transcritical CO2, Brett. Those, those are the type of questions that, that Bill asks. Yeah, they're really dumb sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what the hell happened to Adam. Speaking of, you know, people not showing up, where, where, where's Adam? Unbelievable. Yeah, screw that guy. We don't need yeah. him anyway. What a jerk. Yeah, he's not listening anyway, so whatever. <laughs> you know so um what 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 finally made you so you decided to do this just um what i i have to know like what did did you talk to your your husband or your soon-to-be husband your uh fiancier before you before you did the podcast wait wait wait. is it called fiancier is that what you said i think so (laughs) i'm correct i don't know (laughs) but did you tell him that you were thinking about doing this and what yeah i did yeah I, i talked about it with him and is he? Li- yeah, he's he not listening good. right now, is he? Tell him no, not to listen. He's not listening right now, but I'm sure. I'm sure he will later. No, but he's he's 100 on board with it. Cool with it. Don't matter. Good. Yeah. So in his, um, and again, I don't want to <clears throat> dive too deep into somebody else's world that's not here to speak for themselves. But in his um, part of the industry, is he like open with it? Is does his colleagues know? And is is he have struggles with that, or is it like a similar situation with you? <clears throat> It was, uh, it was kind of a similar situation with me. And I think I have kind of, 
and, and I feel kind of good about this myself. I think I have helped him with that because coming from his speaking from his past, you know, with his, with his ex-wife, you know, I think he had trouble coming to terms with it. And, you know, I think when he met me, <clears throat> I think the, the way I think just my personality and, you know, how I talked to him and I think that helped him be okay with it. So when mm-hmm. he's at work, like his jobs that he's had, he's just, open about it. If they ask him about it, you know, he tells them if they don't ask, you know, it's whatever. Sorry, Bill. Say that again. No, you're fine. Has he been there a while at the place that he's at now? Yeah. He's been, he's been there about a, he's been there about a year or so. He's had, he's had a few more jobs than I have. So, but but in the, in the time that we've been together, he's had a couple jobs and so far at all the jobs, he's never had a problem talking to people about it or no i just didn't know if the length of time like because like you said before like you want to prove who you are first like mm-hmm. subconsciously you want to prove who you are first so that you mm-hmm. know there's no reason for them to to treat you differently right i'm a, I'm a technician i'm a technician and that's what i am that's my job this is correct not personal time this is my job yep. this is what i'm doing here to do if i do it good then then you can just shut the hell up correct you know yep. if i do a shitty job then you can tell, tell me that, that, I'm, that i'm crappy at what i do you know what i mean yeah, uh, absolutely. Yep. So I'm I'm curious about two things right now at this very second that'll change in a few minutes. But have you ever had like a a negative experience with uh, somebody at work where they're just like, I'm not going to work with this dude. You might, uh, you know, he might rape me or something. You know, <laughs> anything crazy like that? Because when you know, you know these guys that I'm talking about, where they think like, oh well. So and so is uh, is is in the dude. So automatically, that person thinks, well, obviously they want to bang me because that's what all gay guys do. They just, you know, they just look at guys like us and they're just like, man, I just want to bang that dude. You know. It, so I'm I'm sure you've ran into people like that. Have you ever had like, or have you ran into people like that? I guess. Um. <clears throat> yes, I have. Um. I have ran into people. Um. I, I have ran into people and not, not through direct like communication with them, but how they talk with others. I've noticed like that they are not okay or n- not, not okay, but they're not comfortable with, you know, gay or bisexual people. And sometimes that, that changes it. Usually I'm good at picking that up first and it changes how I interact. Usually <clears throat> I'll just, if it's work related, I'll interact with them only because I have to, because of work. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as having, myself having a negative experience so far i haven't really unless some, unless awesome. someone's lying to me and you know they just don't nothing's really changed the the people i've talked to at my past job or my current job mm-hmm. the ones that know and the ones that don't know yet or I, I haven't had any negative experience yet awesome now i'm gonna put you on the spot because i thought of a real good question because you, Go you're, you're you're very comfortable uh <laughs> public speaking it seems like if you could say something to someone out there listening that is, that is going through a predicament where they're going through the thing that you went through where i don't know if i should say anything you know how how should what should i do if someone called you for advice and said you know scott i, I this is killing me inside not to be who i really am mm-hmm what would you say to that person? How, you know, what, 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 what advice could you give with your past experiences? I would say one thing you can't, you cannot, you cannot keep it bottled. 
you, you can't you can't do that to yourself. It just it will slow. You may think it's easy at first, but if you keep something like that and just hide it the entire time, it's just going to slowly eat away at you and just eat away at you and just eat away at you. And quite frankly, you know, if if you open up to someone and they're not OK with it, then. It's time to move on, you know, it's they're not mm-hmm. worth your time, they're not worth your effort, you know. Sometimes people, some people, it takes people different time. I'm sorry, I'm screwing that up. Some people learn in different ways, I guess. Some people, some people hate gay people, but the next thing you know, someone who they care about ends up being gay, and it takes that moment for them to realize it. And that's one of the things, you know, that makes people afraid to come out. That makes people afraid to talk about things. And especially when it comes to work, Honestly, all I have to say is if you're good at your job and, you know, you're great, you're, you have a great connection with your boss or not even your boss, your coworkers, if you do a good job and they're all on your side, you shouldn't have anything to worry about. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. So how did you meet your soon-to-be husband? Um, <laughs> I met him. It's, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I met him on a, I met him on a dating app, right? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I yeah. have I did the same thing with my wife. Go ahead, continue. It's it's funny because <clears throat> the app let's let's just say the app that the app that I met him on wasn't usually you don't use that for dating. Let's just let's just put it that way. To keep oh, it so but anyway, oh. was it, it the actually, Christian Farmers app? <laughs> or farmers only, right? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> right, city folks just don't get it. <laughs> But, where all the chicks on there are as wide as stoves. <laughs> right. That's how, that's how I let them know I can feed them good. Yeah. Advertising, son. A ding dang do, Paul. So, sorry. You, you <laughs> met him on a, a non conventional dating site. We'll call right. it right. Okay. And, you know, and what, what, I, what I appreciated, what I appreciated about him the most is <clears throat> after our first time hanging out, because at that point I didn't know he had kids or had a, had a, was you know breaking up with his wife i didn't know it but right after the first time we hung out he laid it all out on the table and said here's my story i'm here i am i have two kids i'm you know in the process of a divorce if you want to hang out if you want to come along come along if you don't don't and i stuck around and i appreciate that the most because that was truthful and honest yeah open and honest open and honest yep yeah, that, that reminds me of something I've been trying to get off the ground, but I haven't really, I don't have the finances behind me yet to really get it. So I wanted to make my own dating app and sort of for the trades, you know, we all use manometers, but I wanted to start an app called Manometer. See, <laughs> get it? But I can't get anybody to help me fund this thing, man. I'll tell That's you what. Great. You might be onto something there. <laughs> you might be my spokesman, Scott. Oh, all right, all right. You just you just got to lie and say like, yeah, I met my husband on Manometer, created by Curious HVAC guy. Dude, he, right. he's, he's tied what's down. Your, what's your water column? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm com- I'm completely okay with this. Right. You better give me credit for that one. <laughs> uh. We know we know inches of water column on manometer. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good like ranking scale. Oh yeah, dude. That's great. 
Wait, well, hold on, hold on. Did you just make mean to make that pun? No, you hey. didn't. No, I mean, Bill. the the average guy on my new app, Manometer, it's usually about six inch, six inches of water column, right? No, no, but you <laughs> no, you said you're just measuring the ranking, but it sound it, you meant ranking, but it sounded like you said ranking, like another form of measurement and temperature. Oh no, no, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, no, I ruined it. I ruined it. I ruined it. We were on a roll. I ruined it. Sorry. I was I'm, not, I'm not that smart. Well, um, gentlemen, I think it's about that time. Um, so, Scott, I can't appreciate you enough, like for coming coming on here and 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 you yeah. know pouring out your heart, man, dude. That means a lot. I mean, that's you know why we started this thing, you know, so people, you know, because unfortunately, as you know, a lot of people don't talk about their feelings or anything like that. It's just always work stuff, and and you know, you probably work as many crazy hours as the next guy. So, um thank you for 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 coming on here um thank you yeah thanks for having me i, I appreciate it this is this is awesome <clears throat> that was scott good sorry is there anything anything you want to say scott because i know we kind of uh you know we get distracted easily hog the mic at times but the floor is yours anything you want to say shout outs um whatever whatever you want to say hmm. um and we've already talked about it just a little bit i'll just i'll just hit the hit this thing one one last time but uh that's what you guys asked me you know do you think people will people will get people will become more comfortable you know as time goes on with you know coming out or ones that don't want to come out and i i've seen that i've seen that firsthand i uh i have seen um not necessarily people i work with but other people that are in the trades that from meeting me they have just you know they felt more comfortable because they see how open i am about it and Mm -hmm it's helped them. And I, you know, like I said, we're going in the right direction. I think don't, don't keep stuff. Good. Don't keep shit bottled up. Just talk about it. Nothing, yep. hundred percent. Yep. hundred percent. That's awesome, man. Once again, I appreciate you coming on here. Um, I, 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 I can't express it enough. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this conversation. This is, this was awesome. Thank you. I, I agree. appreciate it. This is great. All right, guys. Well, you have a good night, all right? Thanks. Thank you.